Local COVID-19 updates from the experts. What to know from UT Southwestern. Hello, I'm Dr. John Warner, Executive Vice President for Health System Affairs at UT Southwestern Medical Center. Welcome to this week's episode of UT Southwestern's What to Know. Each week we take a topic of local, regional, or national interest and discuss it with an expert. We've heard from many of you this week that a topic on your mind is what to expect when you return to businesses, you've returned to the grocery store if you've not been going, to the hair salon, to all the different business interests that you've been used to frequently but haven't been frequenting during the COVID pandemic. And one question that comes up frequently is what it looks like at the doctor's office or the hospital. So what we'd like to do today is explore that with some experts and the perfect frame for that this week is with our nurses. Many of you may know that this week is Nurses Week where we celebrate the accomplishments and achievements of nurses. Those of us in healthcare know that every week is Nurses Week. Nurses are truly the very best of healthcare. They're on the front lines every day treating patients in the clinic, treating patients in the hospital, and assisting with so many of our healthcare needs. So with us today are three of our UT Southwestern nurses, Vonna Badopla, who works in one of our COVID patient care units, Cody Christensen, who works in our emergency department, and Susan Hernandez, our chief nursing executive at UT Southwestern. While we're all grateful that here in the North Texas area, we've not seen the surge in cases that many cities across America have experienced, we are continuing to see cases and expect that we will for many months. So uh, joining me first is Susan Hernandez, our chief nursing executive. Um, welcome, Susan. Thank you for having me. So Susan, we know that while we haven't seen the surge that we planned for here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we have seen plenty of cases and we know we're gonna to continue to see cases as this pandemic progresses. Talk to us a little bit about how we prepared at UT Southwestern for the pandemic and what we're doing now to prepare as patients are returning to see us for more routine medical care. Lots of preparation has occurred, as you know, including the masking of our staff and our patients and families as they come through the door. So I think it's important that I acknowledge I'm without a mask right now because I'm in an area where we're not providing patient care and I'm doing this with you on a computer where folks are not within six feet of me. So I think that's important to make sure that our audience knows. Tons of preparation has gone on in terms of basic care of patients as well as the care for patients with COVID-19. We started with preparations for what we thought could be a surge through our emergency department. It was amazing to see the staff nurses jump in and begin to figure out how do you do workflows with folks that might be at risk for COVID-19 as well as those folks who may not be. They worked with our safety team. They worked with physicians just to figure out paths of travel and, and how we provide care in a different way than what we're used to providing. Next, I'd like to welcome one of the nurses who works in one of our nursing units that cared specifically for COVID patients, Vani Badafla. Hi. So Vani, I know that you've taken care of complex um, sick patients for most of your career, but I'm guessing that in this COVID pandemic, there's lots of new challenges that you didn't expect. And I know for most nurses, the uh, one thing they're really good at is, is providing support and understanding and sympathy and empathy when people are ill and, and helping them begin that recovery process. I'm guessing in the COVID pandemic with the required distancing that you've had to, to Im implement in the units, uh, that's a different experience for you. What does that feel like? It's been a challenge. I, I don't really think I anticipated it, um, to be honest, when all of this first started. Um, our unit before it became the COVID unit, 
was a very um, busy acute med surge unit and it wasn't uncommon for us to have four to five patients and for us to you know constantly be in a patient's room um, three or four times in an hour to make sure they were okay and now we're being told that you know we're supposed to enter a room um, limited um, three or four times a shift if possible to obviously keep ourselves safe and limit our exposure as well. I had a patient um, when we first started getting patients that were rule outs, so we didn't know if he was positive or negative. And he was um, a rule out patient, and he was very upset that he was in the room um, by himself and was upset that he couldn't have family visit him and told me that he had a 16-year-old son at home who he was worried about. And while I was getting ready to leave the room after I finished my patient care, he told me that he said, I wish that I would, I'll never go to the zoo again, is what he said. And I didn't understand it. And I asked him what he meant. And he said, well, this is, this must be how the animals in the zoo feel. There's just a glass window and somebody looks through the window and taps on the window and they only come and visit them a few times a day. And they're just, they're locked in this room. And, this, and you know, to hear him compare himself to a zoo animal was absolutely heartbreaking. And I almost, almost lost it and almost cried because I just, it, it broke me and you know it was hard these safety precautions obviously are taking a toll on patients their families and on you i'm sure so next i'd like to welcome cody christensen one of our emergency department nurses at ut southwestern welcome cody hi there thanks for having me so i know cody that a lot of the emergency department nurses and doctors a lot of the work that they do is dependent on the support that they provide to patients who come with it an injury, an illness, something that happened very quickly. So as you're dressed up in all the mask and all the different protective gear, I'm guessing it's hard for you to provide in, or to provide it differently, that level of support for patients and their families. What does that feel like to you? Uh, well, I mean, for one, the PPE, it gets very warm after a while, um, but you, I mean, we still have a job to do and we just have, have to have a little extra layer of protection sometimes to do it. Luckily, we, we have the resources we need and we're able to do that appropriately and provide safe and effective care to protect us and protect the public and protect people that come into the ER. So, Vani, as businesses begin to open up and some of the restrictions are lifted, many people are beginning to see their families and friends um, that they haven't seen for many weeks. I'm guessing for you, some of those options still aren't available just because of the work that you're doing. How are you handling that and uh, how's your family handling that? So it's been a lot of a lot of FaceTime, a lot of video chatting and a lot of um, just kind of making making do with what we what we have right now. It, I carry around with me a little bit of a little bit of guilt and a little bit of you know uncertainty of because I treat patients on a COVID floor, every precaution I take is to keep myself and my family safe. But I always kind of wonder um, if I could possibly be bringing this home to my family and to my friends. So it's been hard for me. I, I definitely feel a little bit isolated from them and I don't want to um, rush and possibly, you know, expose anybody, but we've been, we've been making do with what we can right now. It's been a lot of, a lot of phone calls and a lot of video chat. And I know your team on that unit is a terrific team that's worked together for a long time. How has your team changed as COVID is, as this COVID pandemic has evolved? I think we've learned to uh, to trust one another a lot more. It's really kind of I feel like made us probably realize that not one nurse is you know more important than anyone else. We're all kind of in the same boat. We all have families to get home to. Whether or not we have children, you know, doesn't really play 
our role in any of this. We all you know, have lives that we want to keep safe and healthy. So I feel like we've gotten probably closer as a, as a team. So Cody, we admitted our first patient with COVID-19 in the middle of March at UT Southwestern, but I know you and your team have been seeing patients that we suspected might have COVID-19 or been exposed to COVID-19 since February. So your work is certainly a bit different than what you had been doing prior to February. So tell me a little bit about what your typical day is like and, uh, and how you've interacted with your teammates in different ways. So, I mean, working in the ER, it's, we always kind of I don't know, expect the unexpected essentially. And it's always a stressful environment, even pre-COVID pandemic and everything. So we're kind of used to that. It's just a different, a different workflow now. And we, I mean, we use a lot, lot more precautions than we did before. We're a lot more cautious, but our team has done an amazing job of making sure we're all prepared and we can all handle that appropriately. So it's, it's, Still in ER, it's just we uh, see a little bit, new, uh, some new things. So Susan, if I were a patient, I might be concerned as I come back to the hospital or back to my doctor's office about being exposed to a patient who has COVID-19 in the office or in the hospital. Can you tell us a little bit of how at UT Southwestern, we've worked on segregating the care of patients being treated for COVID-19, and now that we're beginning to see more patients without COVID-19, how we're taking better care of them? Certainly. In the hospital environment, we have specific units for our COVID-19 patients. We also have a specific area in our emergency department where those patients at risk or confirmed are cared for. And then there's paths of travel where our transporters and our nurses and physicians know to go to transport patients to and from those units. In the ambulatory setting, we also have taken all kinds of, um, made all kinds of efforts to get it right. And um, some of that is through signage. Some of it is through social distancing reminders. Some of it is through visual cues. So you remember that you need to mask, you need to glove. We will be expecting our patients to come with a mask on. If they do not have one, we will share one with them in that moment. So it sounds like as patients arrive, they'll be wearing a mask. If not, we'll provide them one. We'll check their temperature before they enter the building. We'll make sure they're socially distanced throughout the visit and then we'll keeping them away from patients who might have COVID-19 or are under investigation or evaluation for whether or not they might have it. So thank you for that. You know, one surprise I've had along the way was, or one concern I had along the way was when we were setting up these units for COVID care, COVID patient care, that people might not want to participate. That because we didn't know much about the virus, we weren't sure whether you could get it just from sick people. Could you get it from well people? Um, how quickly the virus spread, what the level of masking really needed to be. I was concerned that many of our nurses and staff wouldn't want to participate in the care of, of COVID-19, but that's certainly not been the case. Um, I've been amazed at how many people stepped up and wanted to be part of the team that took care of the COVID-19 patients. Why do you think that is? Nurses are by nature service oriented and also leaders. And I think it's a sign of the leadership that nurses show every time they come into the patient care environment or into a community. Um, they are here to serve. We are here to serve. That's what we do. And um, not only did they step in and step up, as you mentioned, but they also looked for great ways to provide care. They wanted to make sure that we were doing it in the safest way for the patients and for themselves and their colleagues. So Susan, thank you for your leadership. I'm really happy to be part of this team. Thank you.
And Cody, if you were a, if a patient were to ask you, um, is it safe to come to UT Southwestern? And, you know, what should I expect? What would you tell them? Uh, it's 100% safe. We're going we're gonna, to uh, do our best, as we always do, to treat every patient that comes through the door effectively. Well, thank you, Cody, for your, for your leadership, for your, uh, for your dedication to your work, and for all that you've done uh, to, to help so many patients during this uh, pandemic. Thank you. Savani, nurses are famous for being able to kind of turn it on, kind of turn it off. Um, they're, they're at work, they're working hard, and then they are able to separate that a bit when they get home and they're with their family. I know that must be difficult for any nurse in the, during the COVID pandemic, but I'm wondering as I listen to you, as a mother, it must be difficult for you to take care of patients who are mothers and then to think about as you, as you leave your shift and go home and interact with your own family. Has that been difficult for you? It's been, it's been difficult for sure. Um, I, it's made me very appreciative of what I have and um, thankful for good health, honestly, because it's, it could be very different. I could be one of the ones infected with COVID and I could be in the hospital, unable to see my son and my husband. And it's made me very, um, very grateful and very appreciative. Um, it's hard to take care of patients who have kids who um, are, you know, separated because of this. Um, it's hard enough to be sick and to be this sick with COVID um, and to be missing your family. And as a mother, I know how hard it is to be away from your children. I only have one little boy, but, um, you know, 12 hours after a shift and I'm already missing him. So I, my heart really does go out to them. And I am sure that it's, there's no words to be, you know, to be separated from your entire family in these circumstances. Um, it makes me very, very thankful for my health and for being able to come home you know, and to kind of, like I said, decontaminate and, you know, be clean and be able to hug and kiss him, you know, as if, as, you know, as if nothing has really changed. Savani, I know this Mother's Day will be very different from any Mother's Day any mother has ever experienced in North Texas. So I want to thank you first for your dedication to our patients and their families and to all of us. So thank you for being with us today and happy Mother's Day. Thank you very much. So this week you've heard a lot about healthcare heroes, um, both locally, regionally, and nationally. Uh, and so at UT Southwestern, we wanna thank our community for their support of our healthcare heroes, including our nurses. The generous contributions of meals, groceries, um, paying for childcare, assisting with so many of the things that we all take for granted in our everyday lives has meant all the difference to our community of healthcare workers here at UT Southwestern. So thank you.